You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's show, Bill Bender of the Sporting News, he ranked all of the coaches in college football. We'll run through where he has all of the SEC coaches in his latest rankings. Also, 24-7 Sports, they put together what they predict to be the AP Top 25 teams ahead of next college football season. We'll hit on the SEC teams they have ranked, and we'll go around the conference with tons of recruiting news and other tidbits across the SEC. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out. A little vacation edition of the show this week, so if the audio sounds a little bit different, that's what we're doing. We're on the road, and uh, we'll be back in studio recording next week. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. Missouri wide receiver Jalen Knox. He had he has had his name in the transfer portal for some time. And according to Matt Zenitz of On3 Sports, one school to keep an eye on is Ole Miss. The Rebels lost Elijah Moore this offseason to the NFL draft. But the Rebs have several weapons already at receiver. Knox could be a part of the Ole Miss. Uh, receiving core. He was a key part of the Tigers' offense under Eli Drinkwitz last year at Missouri. He recorded 31 catches for over 300 yards, added 95 yards, and one touchdown on 12 carries. Will he ultimately end up in Oxford? Sounds like a decision could be coming very soon. And speaking of the Rebels, they are looking to uh, find their next great tight end as Lane Kiffin's program has reached into the state of Texas and landed a commitment from Mansville Legacies. Kyron Heath. Heath announced his commitment to the Rebel program yesterday. The six foot four, 220 pound Texas native picked Ole Miss over uh, offers from Liberty, Arkansas State, Marshall, and Colorado State. At this time, Heath is not currently ranked on 24/7 Sports, but he could be very soon. His junior season last year, Heath caught seven touchdowns. And following that news, Ole Miss now has commitments from five prospects in the 2022 class. Turns out LSU not going to be returning all five starting offensive linemen as they previously thought. Their projected starting left tackle, Dare Rosenthal, on Monday was announced that uh, he, uh, the school reported a violation of school policies and that he will be hitting the transfer portal and will be moving on from LSU. Coach O doing a radio appearance yesterday said Dar had, or Dare had some personal situation that he had to take care of. It was a hard decision for him, but we wish him the best. We are going to miss him. So a big loss for LSU as one of the biggest headlines of the offseason was they were bringing back every member of their offensive line, but now uh, a void to fill there. Cameron Wire, who started some games in place for him uh, last year for LSU, he could certainly fill that role. But, uh, again, a big loss to lose Rosenthal uh, this late in the game. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to what's been happening over in Columbia, South Carolina the past, this past week, Shane Beamer's program, they have picked up 10 commitments over the past 10-day span. Uh, not all the commitments have publicly announced their decisions, but uh, one of the biggest of the bunch was just announced as four-star offensive lineman Ryan Brubaker publicly announced his decision to become a, a Gamecock Brubaker. 
Picked South Carolina over offers from Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Stanford, and Penn State. He uh, comes from the state of Pennsylvania. His commitment to the Gamecocks is a big-time get for Coach Shane Beamer and company amid uh, several other big gets they've been getting here in the last handful of days. Over at Mississippi State, Coach Mike Leach, he dipped into the New Orleans area to land a commitment from a big three-star 2022 offensive lineman named Cam East out of St. Aug High School down in New Orleans. According to 24-7 Sports, he is the number 24-7 offensive tackle in the class of 2022 and the number 24 overall recruit in the state of Louisiana. The Bulldogs now have 14 players in their 2022 recruiting class, which currently ranks number 17 in the nation. Over at Auburn, Child Garnett, uh, former Auburn quarterback, he announced his transfer for commitment to Tennessee State on Monday, two months after he threw his name in the transfer portal. If you missed the news this offseason, Tennessee State hired former Ohio State uh, Heisman Trophy winner and Tennessee Titans star running back Eddie George to take over as the head coach at Tennessee State. So Garnett signed with Auburn as a member of the 2020 class. He picked the Tigers over the likes of Duke and Coastal Carolina and Temple. He did not make an appearance last year at Auburn. Garnett uh, left Auburn after participating in the first spring practice of the Brian Harson era and knew he was on the move, so he will be moving on to Tennessee State. Meanwhile, Auburn, of course, added former LSU quarterback TJ Finley this offseason. Missouri Tigers, they will lose another defender to the transfer portal as linebacker Gerald Nathan Jr. has entered his name into the portal. He played mostly on special teams during his Missouri career, recording only two tackles during his time as a Tiger. He was a three-star linebacker in the 2018 class. He's a native of Charlotte, North Carolina. We'll see where he decides to end up. Over at Kentucky, their uh, football chief of staff was reportedly arrested over the weekend. According to a report from Kentucky.com, Dan Verazowitz was arrested on Sunday, faces assault charges, fourth-degree assault, a Class A misdemeanor in the state of Kentucky. Uh, school confirmed it knows about the incident, but did not issue any further comment of, as of now. Uh, he has been on Mark Stoops' staff since landing at Kentucky in 2013. And a couple of SEC hoops nuggets. Some good news for LSU basketball is their big man Darius Days announced on Tuesday he is withdrawing his name from the NBA draft and will return to school for a senior season. Appearing on the Jordy Collada Show in Baton Rouge, Days says, I feel coming back from my senior year will help me become a better player overall. LSU has had some nice offseason additions this offseason as well with transfers Xavier Pinson from Missouri and Illinois' Adam Miller. Uh, LSU basketball forward Josh LeBlanc did announce last week he has entered the transfer portal. Now we know where he is headed. LeBlanc announced yesterday he is heading to UAB. This past year, he made limited contributions, appearing in 25 games and making one start. All right, when we return, we're going to jump into Bill Bender's list at the Sporting News. He's ranked every college football coach 1 to 130. We'll tell you where he has all the SEC coaches. That's next. This episode brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for you to go to your local chain auto parts store and find everything you need. Why would you wait hours and uh, endure all the questioning that you get from some of the guys who work at some of these stores where they don't even let you choose from the brands or specifications that you like? Best of all, they won't let you choose from the prices that you want. Head to rockauto.com right now. You can save time and money 
Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Head to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and make sure you're right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Continuing on here on Locked On SEC, and look, we know it's list season when we get this late into uh, the middle of the summer, about to head into July, and our buddy Bill Bender of the Sporting News just published his head updated head coaching rankings for the 2021 season, and look, we know who's at the top, it's Nick Saban, but the SEC has four of the top eight coaches on the list, six of the top 25, so I figured we'd run through them. In reverse order, he's got Clark Lee coming in at number 77. Pretty impressive of 130 coaches. Clark Lee hasn't coached a game yet, and he's already ranked number 77 as the Vanderbilt head coach. Shane Beamer comes in at number 66. Of course, new South Carolina head coach has yet to coach a game. Sam Pittman comes in just 10 spots higher at 56 for Arkansas. Hard to say that, you know, Sam Pittman, you feel like he should be a top 50 coach, but certainly he has not... Uh, not proven it yet as the head coach at Arkansas. They need to win some more games there, but they got off to uh, a good start in year one. Uh, Josh Heupel at Tennessee comes in at number 39. Some people might think that's a little high, but again, he was very successful at UCF. We will see if he will translate that success to Tennessee, a much, much bigger job with a lot more pressure. Coming in at number 35, he's got Brian Harson, of course, skins on the wall from Boise State, but can he do it at Auburn? Time will tell. Eli Drinkwitz coming in at number 33 at Missouri. A nice year last year for Eli Drinkwitz and the Missouri Tigers. We'll see if they can build on that and become a player in the East. Now we get into the top 30 where he has Mike Leach coming in at number 28 out of Mississippi State. And of course, Mike Leach, another one who needs to up the win total in year two there in Starkville. Lane Kiffin just outside the top 25. He comes in at number 26 at Ole Miss. So those are all the listings uh, up into the top 25. Now that we get to the top 25, Bill Bender actually has uh, some descriptions of each coach moving forward. So I figured I'd read you what he wrote on all of these. And again, you can find them all at sportingnews.com. Now coming in at number 23 out of the SEC, it is Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops. And here's what Bill Bender says. How can a coach with a record below 500 take the top 25? Well, Stoops, has led Kentucky to a winning record in five of the last six seasons. That includes three straight bowl appearances and victories. And that success comes with 13 NFL draft picks in the last three years. The Wildcats are a legit top 25 program now, and Stoops' good work continues. I continue to bring this up, and a lot of people this offseason have said it. Can Kentucky take that leap forward? You know how good the defense is year in and year out under Mark Stoops. The offense and the quarterback play has been a problem. With Liam Cohen in now as the offensive coordinator, committing to one of these quarterbacks, is that going to take Kentucky to the next level? And can they play spoiler in the East and maybe upset a Georgia or a Florida this year? We will see. Coming at number 14, and this feels a little low, but remember he had a down year last year, and that's Ed Ogeron at LSU. 
Bill Bender says Ogeron is the toughest coach on the list to rank. The Tigers are just one year removed from a national championship, but a 5-5 five and five season and off-the-field scandals have made it tough to keep Coach O in the top 10. He was ranked number 15 heading into the 2019 season. Of course, jumped into the top 10 last year. He said this feels like the right spot after a two-year reset. I still feel like Coach O having the national championship deserves to be in the top 10 when you talk about ranking coaches, but that's just me. I, I can't put a coach that has not won a national championship, especially as recent as just two years ago, I can't put a coach that's never won one ahead of Ed Ogeron. That's just my opinion. Coming in at number eight, speaking of having yet to win one himself, Dan Mullen at Florida comes in at number eight. And here's what Bill Bender says. Mullen holds the number eight spot for the second straight season, which has proved that breaking through for an SEC East championship is not enough among the top ten coaches. Mullen has led the Gators to three straight New Year's Day six uh, New Year's Day six appearances and established a heated rivalry with Georgia, but both schools remain a step behind Alabama, but such is life in the SEC. And, of course, one spot later at number seven, he's got Kirby Smart of Georgia. And Bill Bender writes, Smart drops three spots despite leading Georgia to a third straight New Year's Day six bowl after the college football playoff championship loss to Alabama. Smart recruits at a top five level, but the expectation of winning the program's first national championship since 1980 still remains. Remember, Mark Richt was 52-13 and 13 after his first five seasons in Athens. That is a challenge that Kirby Smart faces. So we will see if Kirby is able to break through. This is the year. I mean, this has to be the year. He is loaded, as loaded as he's ever been. He's got the right quarterback. He's got talent on the defense, weapons all over on offense. This has got to be the year for Kirby, in my opinion. Coming in at number five, they've got Jimbo Fisher of Texas A&M. He says uh, Fisher pushed the Aggies to the edge of the college football playoff conversation last season. He is assembling a roster that should be able to compete for a national title. The Alabama hurdle still remains, but Fisher has built that culture with three straight bull wins and progressive recruiting classes in talent-rich Texas. He is back in the top five as a result. I still think it's a little high. I feel like Texas A&M did a good job last year. But who did they beat that was really impressive? They beat Florida at their house. Again, I'll continue to bring this up. Florida fumbled the ball near midfield, and AM capitalized and went and kicked a game-winning field goal because of it. However, I still don't feel like Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher have gotten over that hump yet. Now they got to work in a new quarterback, got a great running, running back uh, field, and obviously a uh, really good defense they're going to have once again. But I still pump the brakes on putting Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M into the top five spot, but that's just my opinion. And of course, number one, Nick Saban, Alabama, and Bill Bender writes, who else would it be? Alabama remains the standard for all programs to follow, and Saban has led six of his record seven national championship runs in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's 91-8 and eight since the college football playoff started, and that comes with three of those national championships. With Saban now extended through 2028, that paints a grim forecast for the rest of college football that a 12-team playoff alone will not fix. One of these days, one of these days, Nick Saban will no longer be ranked number one on these lists. But that will probably come on the day he retires. When we return, the AP Top 25, it's not out yet, but 24-7 Sports is projecting how they think they will rank it. We'll run through that next.
Built Bar, still the best tasting protein bar ever. We ask you guys all the time, what is your favorite Built Bar flavor? If you didn't know, nine delicious flavors. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about what their favorite one is. I like the mint brownie. You might like the raspberry, the cherry, the coconut almond, uh, the double chocolate. Tons of different flavors for you to try. There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried them all yet, I recommend you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of their nine flavors. Just head to BuiltBar.com right now. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy as well. Many of the flavors are packed with 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs. Go check them out today. Order today and get that raspberry or the mint brownie or whatever it is you like. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And you'll get 15% off your first order Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at BuiltBar.com. All right, keeping it rolling here on Locked on SEC. A reminder, we will have a full reaction on Friday to the College World Series happening in Omaha between Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. We'll have a full reaction to that. So that will be on Friday's show here on Locked On SEC. Uh, the AP Top 25 is not out yet, but 24-7 Sports doing their best to project it. Uh, it's, they wrote, well, we expect to see the preseason Associated Press Top 25 poll surface somewhere in the middle of August, a few weeks after voters have gotten a chance to dive into practice reports, sift through rosters, hear from coaches across media tours, take their seat on the hype train. He said there's always an outlier or two every year who emerges from the back of the initial pack and makes noise down the stretch, which is part of what makes college football's regular season so exciting. And then there's the group that would could crumble under the expectations of a top 10 preseason ranking. Uh, this time of year is meant for projecting prior to the start of fall camp, so we dive into 24-7 sports projecting how they think the AP voters will rank the nation's top teams. And we start going from the, the back of the top 25 to the top. They have number 22, Ole Miss. So they've got the Ole Miss Rebels in the top 25. It says all SEC running back Jaron Ely is back after rushing for 745 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, sophomore Henry Parrish climbed the depth chart during the season as he passed bruising junior running back Snoop Connor. He's lighter than Connor, but physical as well. Wideouts Ontario Drummond and Braylon Sanders will get early opportunities, and so will former coveted four-star recruit Jonathan Mingo in the slot. John Rice Plumley could see some action in the slot as well. Tight end, they will go by committee. The Rebels return four starters on the O-line, led by junior Nick Broker at left tackle. As with most teams, quarterback will decide a lot of things for Matt Corral. Improvement in the mental aspect means resisting the urge to force plays like he did against Arkansas and LSU, the two games in which he combined to throw 11 of his 14 interceptions. Kiffin anticipates development from Matt Corral and strides from a defense that needs only to be middling. If he gets those things, Ole Miss has a great chance to finish the year in the top 25. Coming in at number 13, they've got the Florida Gators. They say this is a brand-new Florida team or at least feels that way if you believe the onslaught of press this spring about the Gators' question marks offensively. You won't find many preseason prognosticators picking Florida to repeat as SEC East champs, but Dan Mullen likes it that way. The more bulletin board material helping create a why-not-us narrative, the better. He would much rather be flying under the radar as a preseason top 15 team this year than the latter. Kadarius Toney, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask, they're all gone 
And Todd Grantham faces an important season as the defensive coordinator. Another disappointing year, and he is likely on his way out of Gainesville. Coming in at number 11, they've got the LSU Tigers. 24-7 Sports says ranked as high as number 8 by CBS Sports. LSU had a tough 2020 from opt-outs to a slew of players and coaches gone to new opportunities. But a strong finish to the year, plus some encouraging staff changes made by Coach Ed Ogeron sees LSU ranked in the top 20 in most major way-too-early preseason polls. Guesstimating where AP voters have the Tigers is like trying to shoot a moving target. You just toss LSU somewhere inside the top 15 and you go from there. But with 19 starters returning, Coach O believes this year's team has what it takes to make the Alabama game meaningful once again in November. Now we get into the top 10, and all the way up at number 6, they project the Texas A&M Aggies. They say Jimbo Fisher signed the nation's number 8 recruiting class according to the 24-7 sports composite ratings, but says goodbye to key players, including Kellen Mond at quarterback. One spot away from the college football playoff last year, Texas A&M used that unfinished business motivation and a win over North Carolina to close out the year. And there is no doubt Fisher will remind his players again as his program continues toward making the next step as a national power. Texas A&M checks in as the number three SEC team in the 24-7 Sports 2021 rankings behind Alabama and Georgia, which is how ESPN, College Football News, and Sporting News all see them as well. We are projecting, proje- projecting AP voters to follow suit and slot Texas A&M somewhere inside that top 10. And we get all the way up to the number three. Again, this is 24-7 Sports projecting where the AP will rank the SEC teams. They got the Georgia Bulldogs coming in at number three. They write Georgia's ascension from top five to potentially top two in the preseason rankings. It's definitely a possibility. No team has been viewed more favorably this summer than the Bulldogs. It helps when you acquire two elite prospects from the transfer portal and Darion Kendrick and Eric Gilbert to fill two key positions. Rightfully so, Georgia is on the short list to get to the college football playoff next year. JT Daniels has early Heisman buzz. Throw in the fact the Bulldogs bring back Samir White and James Cook in the backfield to go along with a bevy of wideout weapons, and Georgia is loaded. Number one, they project the Alabama Crimson Tide. The defending national champs should be the top-ranked team to open the season given the respect level of all poll voters that they have for Nick Saban, what he's been able to do at Bama. Can the Tide win another title with a new-look team? Saban is used to roster flipping thanks to NFL losses and another elite-level recruiting class, but Bryce Young is young. Can he turn it around? And Brian Robinson, can he be the feature running back? We will see. Alabama's made some crucial hires across the O-line. Of course, Bill O'Brien at OC, hoping to maintain their level of superiority. That is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. I want to remind you guys to check out uh, the Locked On Today podcast. You can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with host Peter Bukowski updating you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. <laughs>